Hello, and welcome to the official introduction episode of Let's Take It From The Top. I am your host, Hallie Mastro-Berardino. I am a creative artist based in New York. I'm a dance teacher, choreographer, but I am first and foremost a performer. I've been dancing since I was two years old, and musical theater has always been one of the biggest passions of my life. I've always had this hunger to know more. Middle school and high school Hallie would spend hours on her computer searching Broadway.com video blogs and any sort of behind-the-scenes things she could find to learn more about musical theater. You know, anything to get a peek behind the curtain, and I was hooked. Even now, as a professional performer, that hunger still lives inside of me. I realized I know so many people who are living this life. They are performing on Broadway, national tours, regionally. What if I sat down and spoke with them about those experiences? And then what if I shared them with an even larger audience that could include middle school and high school Hallie's everywhere? And that's how I got here today. I'm going to take it from the top of one of my own theatrical experiences. That way you can get a feel of how the show is going to go while also getting to know me a little bit better. Okay, I think we're ready. Let's take it from the top. So today I'm going to take it from the top of my experience my senior year of college at Point Park University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I was lucky enough to play Peggy Sawyer in our school's production of 42nd Street. Let's take it all the way back to the summer before my senior year. Point Park had announced that we were doing Kiss Me Kate our first semester and 42nd Street our second semester. As a triple threat performer, both of these shows were totally in my wheelhouse and I was very excited for both of them. Now, first semester came and I auditioned for Kiss Me Kate with my eyes set on the role of Lois. I was cast in the ensemble of Kiss Me Kate, as well as being the dance captain. Now, I'll be honest, I was a little upset by that. However, that experience was awesome because it taught me what it takes to be a dance captain of a show of that size. It also gave me a little kick in the butt to really set my sights on leading the school and the cast in our production of 42nd Street. So... Christmas happens, we went home for break, and I did a ton of research on 42nd Street. I watched any video I could get my hands on, I did a lot of research about the time in which the show takes place, and the original production, and I really felt totally prepared for this audition. I can remember going into our first singing call. We were not supposed to sing from the show, we were supposed to bring in a song that was along the lines of the style of 42nd Street. So I sang I Got Rhythm, which is structured the same as the song 42nd Street. So I did the little introduction to the song and then jumped right into I Got Rhythm. I showed off style. I didn't dance full out, but I I showed that I was a dancer and that went really well. Then we had the dance call where we went in and learned the opening of 42nd Street, which is the big audition number which I had actually known before, so I felt confident in the steps, and it went really well. From there, I got called back for Peggy and Annie. Fun fact about me, I played Annie 
in high school when my high school did 42nd Street my sophomore year. So I was familiar with Annie's stuff and obviously I'd done lots of research, so I was also prepared to read for Peggy. And so the first round of callbacks involved singing from the show. We also did some sides and there was a ton more dancing. And so the way that it worked at Point Park, we had auditions that first week we got back to school and then callbacks would happen over that weekend. And so that Friday, Saturday and Sunday were filled with callbacks. And looking back at that time now, I realized that I learned how to pace myself in an audition and what I need to personally do to make sure I am in the right headspace, in the right physical space, emotional space, to really do my best at an audition. And for me, that looks like not socializing too much, not distracting myself from what I'm there to do, and drinking lots of water, and making sure I have lots of snacks. I'm a big foodie, so I made sure to pack lots of snacks or have money to go grab an energy bar from the vending machine, but just to be prepared so that I could pace myself throughout the day. Because when I tell you we were there for hours, we were there for hours. It was a very long process. And I can remember going in a few times, reading with a couple of different guys for Billy and singing a bunch of times, doing the dances over and over again. One fun thing that I remember about the dancing. So there's a scene in 42nd Street where Maggie, one of the writers of the show within the show, 42nd Street, invites Peggy to go to lunch with her and Annie and some of the girls. And Annie says, you can come with us if you could keep up. And Peggy's like, well, I don't know your steps. And Annie says, okay, I'll teach them. And she does it nice and slow. It's this little military time step. And then Peggy does it super fast. And so I can remember our wonderful director, Eileen Grace, who I'll talk about in just a second. She stood all the girls up for Peggy in a line and was like, do it as quick as you can. And I mean, you can look up some videos of going to your dance or the scene before going to your dance, which is what I was just talking about. And some girls can do this so quickly. And I remember being like, I know how to do this step because I also had to do it in high school. We did the same thing. So I was like, I know this step. You just got to trust yourself and do it. But I can remember it it was it's such a nerve wracking thing to be like and go do it as fast as you can. But it was one of the most fun parts of the audition process. But yeah, so the callbacks. It was just kind of doing a lot of the same thing over and over and over again, getting mixed up with different people, reading different scenes with different actors. And I can remember leaving and just feeling confident and proud of myself. I think it was the first audition process and callback process that I went through where I wasn't worrying about what other people were thinking about what I was doing, but was instead making sure that I was going in with my best self and being confident that I had done the work to earn the role, which I'm very lucky to say ended up paying off and working out in my favor because I was cast as Peggy. And I, I'm pretty sure I still have the screenshot of the cast list on my phone. And I was just so excited because all through my college career, I was pretty steadily in the ensemble my junior and the first semester of my senior year, but I had never really led a show. And this was my final semester of school. 
I was getting ready to go enter the real world and now I could have this amazing credit under my belt. And that was just really exciting. So now let me talk a little bit about the creative team. So as I mentioned, Eileen Grace was our director and choreographer for 42nd Street. Eileen had been on the Broadway national tour, the original national tour, and then joined the Broadway cast after spending some time on the road. And so we were learning the original choreography and staging. It was so exciting to be getting this knowledge from someone who had lived through the original experience. And Eileen was so great about sharing fun stories with us in terms of her rehearsals and things about Gower Champion and David Merrick and all of these incredible people that she got to work with while on the national tour and in the Broadway show of 42nd Street. So that was just great. Our musical director was Camille Rolla, who is an accompanist at Point Park and just an all-around incredible human, so good at her job, such an incredible musician. And our stage management team was just so great as well. And at school, the stage management team is all students. And so between that collaboration and the cast of people that Eileen and Camille and the whole team brought together, it was like a magical stars aligning group of people. And there were a bunch of people in my class in this cast. So our senior year, second semester senior year, we were all ready to join together and to really go out with a bang. And I think it showed in the production. So let me now move to rehearsals. There was just an air of excitement around this show. And I carried that with me from first rehearsal all the way through to closing. And I can remember being very nervous, being very apprehensive and having those imposter syndrome ideas pop into my head every now and then, just making me have thoughts of like, who are you to play this part? Who are you to lead this show? And really figuring out through that process how to take those ideas, because they're going to come pretty steadily, but how can I put them away and instead rise to the occasion, rise to the challenge. And Peggy was a big challenge for me. So although I have been dancing since I was two years old, like I mentioned before, my studios where I grew up, I never had a tap teacher steadily. There was always someone new being brought in to try out. And so I realized that I had never gotten a strong tap foundation. I know how to tap. I'm very musically adept and gifted, I guess. But I never had a solid bass training in tap technique. And that being said, that's basically all Peggy does in 42nd Street is tap number after tap number after tap number. And I can remember we learned some of the biggest numbers first. So we had go into your dance. We had the finale. We had obviously the audition, which Peggy isn't in. But um, all of these numbers, we really tackled them first. And I can remember holding myself accountable. And I did that by getting to rehearsal half an hour, 45 minutes early, and just drilling that choreography. We had an incredible team of dance captains, and 
Eileen was always there to lend a helping hand to answer any questions we had. I had an amazing leading man, Mr. Kurt Kemper, played Billy Lawler, and we would all get there early and make sure that we were ready for whatever that rehearsal called for, as well as touching on things that maybe we weren't going to go over for a little while, just to make sure that choreography lived inside of us. And that was something that was really important to me because I started to get there early and to go over the choreography and then slowly but surely different members of the cast would do the same and that created that energy of excitement and putting in the work and that ultimately paid off in an incredible production. So let's move to tech. Tech week for 42nd Street was cuckoo bananas. So first of all, I woke up the day we were supposed to move into the theater and I was sick. I had like a sinus infection, just was not feeling very well. I went to urgent care and it was one of those situations of telling the doctor, I am leading this musical at my school and I need to be better. And the doctor was super nice about getting me medicine and making sure that they could do anything for me that was going to get me better. And I can remember I like slept that day. I don't think I went to any of my classes, but I went to the theater that night. I was already feeling so much better and thankfully was fine for opening. But 42nd Street is this humongous show. Like I said, there are pro- it's production number after production number after production number. And teching that type of show can be stressful. But as stressful as it was, I can remember our cast really banding together during this time. We would help each other with quick changes. We would make sure we weren't going to be in somebody's way if they had to make a quick cross. We were all very patient and kind to one another. And it was just a really lovely experience. And I think that that's something that doesn't always happen, but I was, I can remember reminding myself of how grateful I had to be that that's what the environment was like and what the people were like. So the way it works at Point Park, you have a preview performance on Thursday, you open Friday and then have shows Saturday, Sunday, and then do the same thing the next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I can remember that Thursday preview performance. My parents had come into town I had a choreographer I worked with before in the audience. My voice teacher was in the audience. Some friends were in the audience. So there was that feeling of support coming from the house to me, to our whole cast. And we were so excited. We all used to gather on stage before the show and really just felt the energy was overflowing through all of us. We were all like buzzing. It was very exciting. And the show went really, really well. I do have one funny story to tell about that performance. So in the number, Go Into Your Dance, like I said, big dance number. We're tapping the entire time, basically. Um, At one point in the middle of the number, Peggy does this cross all the way from downstage right to downstage left. And it's this very intricate, uh, like, hop, shuffle, step kind of thing all the way across. She does like a couple of turns and this little sequence repeats twice. And so I get to that part in the dance, get through it once, perfect, get all the way to stage left. As I'm doing the last two turns, all of a sudden, boom, I land on my knees. I fell. 
But when I tell you, I have no idea how, but all of a sudden I land on my knees, but in true musical theater fashion, I stood up and hit the final pose I was supposed to hit on the button. And it was one of those things where I fell, the audience, you could hear them <gasps> like, oh no, is she okay? And ba-boom, I hit the button and I got like a little smattering of applause, which I just thought was, it was so silly, but it's one of those things of like, whoop, that happened, right? It just, it was the best. And it really was probably like the only thing during that show that did not go very well. But what a funny little story. Obviously it wasn't funny then, but it was funny now. But I can remember like coming off stage and everyone being like, are you okay? And I was like, I literally don't know how I got there, so I'm fine. And after that Thursday performance, the response from the audience was already so incredible. My voice teacher of all four years at school, Miss Sandra Greciano, was there. And she came up to me at the end and with tears in her eyes and hugged me. And she was just so proud of me. And that was something about this show that was just incredible, was the feedback that we got from the audiences that came. I have, I was so overwhelmed and grateful for the support that was coming from my fellow students, from faculty, from my family who came, some of them all the way from New York to see the show. It was, it was a magical experience. And it's funny because my parents are very big supporters of me in the arts, but also big supporters of musical theater in general, big fans. And ever since I was younger, I can remember being in a show, they would come and they'd tell me how much they enjoyed it, but I would always be like, okay, do you have any notes? I always wanted them to have something for me to improve on. And nothing has changed since back in the day when that used to happen. And so I said to them, what did you think? And they were like, oh my gosh, we loved it. It was so good. And I said, okay, what can I work on? And my dad in particular, there was one show, I'm pretty sure it was either that Friday or Saturday night of the first weekend, and it really was like a magical performance. It was, I could feel it inside of me, like this is the best I've ever done. Something just clicked. It's like the musical theater magic was, was there with us that night, and I connected to the material. It came from a really honest place. I could remember singing the 42nd Street finale. And in the beginning of it, it's very slow and sultry and just Peggy on stage. And then it builds to this big number. And I could feel the audience like hanging on to every word I was saying. And it was just magical. I'm like getting chills just thinking about it. Um, and my dad, after that show, he said to me, Hallie, like that was magical. I loved every single little thing you did that was so good. And then I can remember going and doing the show again the next day and same sort of thing, got out, talked to my parents about how it went. And my dad was like, hmm, it wasn't the same. And I can remember at first in that moment being like, what do you mean? But then being like, he was right. It wasn't the same. And it was funny because after that one magical show, I could feel myself working to try to make it happen again. And it was a time where I realized that that magical moment that I had during that great show is why we do what we do, but also realizing that 
It doesn't have to be like that all the time. And I'm sure when you think about like a Broadway run where it can go on for months, years even, you can be in the same show for such a long period of time. I'm sure everybody has hit that stalemate where you kind of are like, ugh, this feels monotonous or this feels taxing and I'm not getting anything out of it but then that magical show will come and it sort of like refills your cup and you're able to be like oh this is why we do it and I honestly don't know if that happened for me again during 42nd Street but it certainly has happened in shows after that but I just think it's interesting how We can sort of be very judgmental of our performance or we can never be satisfied with our performance sometimes, but it's those magical shows and those magical moments that happen that remind us why we do it and that it's so worth it, even on those days when you're so tired and you're so out of it and just don't feel like you're in the game, in the right space, that it's okay to have those days too. So one story I want to share that's a little off this particular experiences track, but still is along the lines of the 42nd Street saga of my life, it has to do with the funny audition story that I had right out of school. And before I tell you the story, I'll say that little stories like this are something to look forward to on Let's Take It From The Top, because... Every single person has these kind of stories that are either something that happened to them while they were in the show that we're going to talk about or relate to the show that we talk about. So I know for me as a theater person, I like love all of these silly sort of audition stories or behind the scenes stories. And so here is mine having to do with 42nd Street. So I graduated from college. I was in the city. I am from Harrison, New York. So I live just a 45 minute train ride away from New York City. And I went in for an audition for 42nd Street. And I was so excited. I was like, I've got this one in my pocket. I had just done the show. I was still knew most of the lines. And so I went in and I sang. I got called back to dance. We did a little tap dance. And the woman who worked at the theater came up to me and was like, Hallie, we would love for you to come back in an hour or so to do some sides and to sing again for Peggy since you played Peggy in the national tour and yada, yada, yada. And so I was just excited to be getting called back and wasn't really listening to what she was saying and was like, yes, absolutely. I will totally be back here in an hour. And I can remember taking the piece of paper from her with all the information, turning around, walking a few steps, and it was like a movie scene. I like halted, stopped where I was going and was like, I didn't play Peggy in the national tour of 42nd Street. They had mistaken me with someone else who was there, who was in the national tour, who played Peggy. And I was like, oh my gosh. I can remember calling my mom being like, they've made this mistake. What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. Do I tell them? And she was like, Hallie, just go to the callback. If they made a mistake, they made a mistake. Why not take this opportunity, go in, do what you were working on at school, do what you already know with this character, take the opportunity and seize the moment. And so I listened to my mom. I didn't have clothes to change into that were normal clothes. I only had dance clothes. And I tried to go to a store to see if I could find a dress, but gave up and just went back and focused myself again, recentered myself. 
I went into this callback actually with a friend of mine who was in the national tour of 42nd Street. So I think maybe wires got crossed. They mixed us up a little bit, but we went in with each other. We sang through some of the music and it was kind of weird because they actually made us sing by ourselves while the other person was still in the room. It was just a little bizarre, but so we ended up doing that. They asked us to go outside. They released her and they were like, Hallie, can you please come in and read some of the sides? And I was like, absolutely. So I walked in the room and I said to them, which sides would you like me to read? Because I, I didn't receive any sides. And they were like, oh my gosh, we can't believe we didn't give them to you. And I said, not to brag or anything, but I said, you know, I just did the show at school. I might still be off book, but I'll, I'll read the scenes. And so at that point, they had started to ask me some questions about where I did the show, who choreographed it, who directed it, that kind of thing. And I realized that they knew that they had made a mistake. But I got to sing A Quarter to Nine. I sang 42nd Street. I sang Young and Healthy. I did some scenes, which I was off book for because I had just done the show. And I can remember it was like a lovely little moment of going back in time and remembering doing the show at school. And I ended up reaching out to Eileen, our director, while I did it at school and said to her, I was reminded of you today. Miss Peggy Sawyer is following me and that is really exciting. And I just wanted to check in and say hello. And that story just sticks out in my head. It was really one of the first professional auditions I did out of school. And what a crazy series of events that ended up just being really positive. And I didn't end up booking that role in that show, but I still felt so good about how I did and what I did that I just, I love telling that story. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our official introduction episode of Let's Take It From The Top. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing my story as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. I am hoping that with this podcast, the listeners, as well as the guests and myself, will all have an opportunity to be reminded of why we love musical theater. I know I cannot get the smile that is plastered on my face off after sharing that with you, and I hope that you guys feel the same. I really encourage you to reach out to me to check in and say hello. I want to hear your thoughts on the podcast, any guests you might like to see join us, and anything else you'd like to share. You can find us at Let's Take It From The Top on Instagram, or you can shoot me an email at ltifttpodcast at gmail.com. We have so many more incredible guests coming up on the podcast, and I cannot wait for you to hear all of their stories and to learn from all that they have to share. Well, I think we did it, everybody. I cannot wait until next time on Let's Take It From The Top.